every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today. We are live today. Well, we're live every day. But we're live today on site over at Heritage Woods. And if you don't know where that's at, it's in Winston-Salem. You would go down by the Home Depot off of Haynes Mall Boulevard, and you'd turn right, right before you got to the Home Depot, and head down Westgate Center Drive, make a left on Forestgate Drive, and you can be here with us. And we have some great things to give away, and you get to meet some of these great residents that we're talking to today. And we're just excited to be here. It's really our first live event that we've been out actually somewhere well Al, you're, you're mostly live uh, most of the most of the time yeah but i have to tell you i was listening to some of the single ladies that were talking about the cute new resident speaking of robbie but the consensus <laughs> was that he was they were all way too young for him <laughs> well thank you al that, your job's done now no, i'm just kidding i'm good uh but uh, we're here today and we're gonna have a, a great show because we get to talk with some people that's really lived some pretty cool lives. And, and really one of the questions I want to ask him about as we, as we talk to him is who's played the sage in their life? And, you know, looking back sometimes over, over the years, you can have the opportunity to say, wow, at this point somebody entered in and made a huge impact in my life. And you don't really get that when you're in the midst of it. You know, for me, I look back and I see sometimes that, that God had somebody in place to make an impact. Maybe it was just a statement. Maybe it's to walk along with me for a period of time. But really made a difference in my life. And so today we have a couple different people. We have Vinny, which he'll be on with us here in a second. And we have Fred. Fred, welcome. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. Glad to be here. And so how long have you been here at Heritage Woods? Just over a year. Okay. Okay. How, what brought you to Heritage Woods? How do you like well, it? Well, actually, this is my second time of being at Heritage Woods. I, I moved here almost immediately after my wife died, uh, about three years ago. And uh, I was really very, very depressed at that time. I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Uh, my son needed a place to move back to, so and I realized I needed to do a lot of things to my house to get it ready to sell. So I'm, uh, I want to stay here three months first time. I'm very pleased with the facility, but just felt that I needed to, to move back home and take care of some things. So then uh, later, after everything's ready in the house and we put it on the market, my son finds another place to live, I move back here. Okay. And uh, I guess fate planned it that way, but I was able to get the same apartment that I had the first time, which I've been very pleased with. Well, very good to have you. You know, what's really hard for me is you have a great radio voice. I'm listening to your voice. I'm thinking, man, I pale in comparison to that voice that you have. But, but welcome. Can I ask you a question? Looking back over your life, is there somebody that's kind of stepped in at some point and said, hey, I'm just going to take you along under my wing a little bit or, or made an impact to your life? I, you know, I can't really say that there is one particular person mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a Christian family, uh, all of my family and friends were Christians, and uh, they've all been very helpful to me. And uh, I recently suffered another loss just two weeks ago. Uh, my son died very Sorry. untimely, 
and uh, I had a lot of support from my church family. But if I had been home by myself, having to deal with that, it it, it would have been horrible. But uh, the residents and staff here are just like a big family, and they have been so supportive to me. So I would have to say that that everyone here has been a major part of my life, uh, and particularly with what I have needed in recent days. Absolutely. I'm sorry about your loss. I. I've been here a few times now visiting Vinny and uh, just hanging out with the people, and it is such an awesome, supportive place. Oh, it is. You know, you get here and you just get that feeling of family. You know, you walk around and everybody is smiling, and it seems to be enjoying living here, except for Vinny. Vinny doesn't always smile. He's kind of grumpy sometimes. But, Vinny, I know that you've told a story before. I'd like to go back and visit real quick, if you don't mind, a story about your uncle and how he made a huge impact in your life. Yeah, my uncle... uh since I was a boy, my father hardly was in the house. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my uncle took uh, took me by the hand and just raised me, you know. The reason I found out many years after was he had lost a son when I was born, and his name was Vincent. And lo and behold, I came on the scene, Vincent, so I think he just, uh, you know, he thought he was my father, too, or I was his son. But, you know, just listen to what Fred said. Sages and people that really are wonderful. It's here in a place like this that you find a lot of sages. Everybody has a story. You know, some are hard to digest. Some are very pleasant but everybody shares everything they share every part of their life because what else are you going to do you know i mean we gave up all that wonderful stuff of cooking cleaning (laughs) vacuuming you know so this is the place to be yeah i love it here and uh, to answer your question yes my uncle but now i'm finding sages right here where I live. I would imagine that at this point in your life, there's not a lot of time for that pretense to put up just a false front because there's no reason to. You get the opportunity just to see people as themselves and really get to understand where they've come from and how that can make an impact on your life. Um, we're going to play a clip here in a second. It's from a movie called Secondhand Lions. And what I really love about this, it's about an uncle and a nephew. And just the huge impact that this person makes when he doesn't realize it. And in here you have Walter and Uncle Hub talking. And let's listen to how that interchange goes between them. True love never dies. Remember that boy. Remember that. Doesn't matter if it's true or not, you see. Man should believe in those things because those are the things worth believing in. Got that? That was a good speech. Think so? Thanks. When are you going to give me the rest of the speech? You're almost a man. You promise? Wait one minute here. Wait. I can't be a good man until you give me the rest of the speech, right? So you need to stick around until I'm old enough to hear the whole thing. I see what you're trying to pull here. No, you have to stick around until I'm old enough to hear the speech. No, I I want you to give me the speech. You won't be living here then. 
You're my uncle. I need you to stick around and be my uncle. What about Uncle Garth? He needs you. What about the dogs and, and, and the pig and the lion? We all need you. I need you. No, you're just being silly. No, it's you're true. It's true. I know you miss Jasmine an awful, awful lot. But if, if you go, we'll miss you just as much. It's true. And as you listen to that clip, you really get the understanding of how much a young heart needs an older person to kind of help them walk through it. You know, whether they realize it or not, and that's the beauty of that clip, is you have this young boy that hasn't had a father around, that hasn't had anyone in his life to really raise him in a positive way. And he has these old uncles that are um, the least likely, you would think, when you first start watching the movie, to make the huge impact. And, and that's, as I said here, and I look around the tables we sit here today, I look at some men that I would love to have an opportunity to learn all their story because I'm sure they could make a huge impact for me. And, and Fred, one of the questions I want to ask you about is what were some of the things that you really found that you were passionate about? Was, did you have some hobbies? Did you have some things that you really enjoyed doing or things that you were passionate about? Uh, ham radio is my hobby, my main hobby, and uh, I really enjoy that. Uh, I figured I would have to give that up when I moved into a retirement home because one thing you need is a good antenna uh, <laughs> mounted very high, but the staff here was gracious enough to uh, not only let me put an antenna on the roof, but they actually installed it for me. Wow, that so, is amazing. Uh, I, uh, I still get to, uh, to enjoy that some since I've been here. Now, ham radio is something that's been around for a number of years, obviously, uh, and it, you can reach around the world with that, can't you? You can. Uh, if, if you have a good antenna, then the conditions are right. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's it's kind of like fishing, you know. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. So you can make some uh, international contacts. Yeah, based on my fishing, I probably shouldn't take up ham radio. <laughs> uh, now, if someone wanted to learn about that, would that be something you'd love to share? Oh, certainly. You certainly. Know, and I'm sure that there are people out there that are passionate about that. I mean, I remember looking at that and watching some, some movies on it and thinking, that would be really cool to learn. I just never really took the step towards that. And so if there's someone out there who'd really love to learn, this is, this is a gentleman here that would love to teach you. And that's really what we talk about with sages is they come along, maybe it's spiritually, maybe it's emotionally, if you've had a loss. Maybe it's just to show you something you're passionate about to help you walk in that. And that's what's so cool about it is we have people in this facility, in some facilities around the nation, that have the opportunity to share some beautiful things if we just take advantage of it. And that would be such a nice thing for somebody to come in and say, Man, I want to talk to Fred because I want to learn about ham radio. And so if you want to do that, we are at Heritage Woods, and you would come down in Winston, coming like you're down Haynes Mall Boulevard on your way to Home Depot. You're going to turn right, right before Home Depot on Westgate Center Drive. Follow that down to Forestgate Drive. Turn left, and you come down. It's a three-story building here, beautiful facility, and it's just full of some great people. Now, Vinny, you've been here a little while. Um, tell me about how long you've been here. I've been here um, almost a year and a half now. Uh, <clears throat> I really have enjoyed it a lot. I'm, oh, there we are. Um, the greatest thing about it, really and truthfully, and it may sound like it's a joke, but it isn't. 
I gave up cooking. I gave up cleaning. I gave up so much stuff. I just take care of my wife and just enjoy the company of my fellow residents here. It's a great place. Now, you were a restaurant owner. Yes, I was. So if someone wanted to start a restaurant, you'd be a great person to talk to. Oh, yeah, probably. But I was a tough restaurant owner. I can imagine that. Yeah, that's not a big surprise. It's <laughs> not a big surprise. Well, in, our, in a half-hour show that we have, I'd love to, to dig in a lot more and learn more about Fred's life and be able to just do more of that. But we have some great other residents here I'd also like an opportunity to talk with. And So with us, we have Paul. Paul, thank you for being on the show today. Great. How long have you been here? Uh, a year and a half. year and a half? Okay. So what's some of the things that you love about being here? Well, I have no responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that, I asked Vinny about that earlier. He said, what's one of your favorite things? He said, no cooking, you know, all these things where you can just kind of relax and enjoy life. That, you know, all that pressure of things that you have to do. Yes. You know, aren't there. And so you just get to enjoy the day. Well, you have to get up. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's the important one, I think. Yes. Yeah. So have, if I ask you the question of somebody that made an impact on you in your life at a, at a time, is there somebody that comes to mind? Um, I had an older brother, 10 years older than I, and he, was, he acted as my father. Mm-hmm. And he had a great impact on my life. He, he saw that I got into school, and then all the things that I did, he was supportive of me. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that's what I wanted to do was all right with him. That's good. I had a couple older brothers. They taught me how to take a punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were very supportive, actually, but that's one of the things they taught me. And the love of an older brother is huge. You know, it's somebody that you kind of look up to along the way, and to have yes. them take time into you yes. makes a big impact. Yes. And he, he loaned me money. He was a physician, mm-hmm. and he loaned me money when I needed it at school. Uh, he never questioned it. Yeah. So I got by with taking money from him a lot of times when he should have said no, but he said yes. That's good. That's good to have somebody to lean back on when you're going through that time. Yes. Yeah. Now, what were some of the passions that you had um, before you came here? What was the things you enjoyed doing? Well, <clears throat> there were uh, two B-25 uh, aircraft that was flying over me when I was uh, tilling the soil down in Davis County. And they were tree level, and they scared me to death. <laughs> but uh, from that time on, I wanted to fly. So I got I got in the uh, Air Force, and I flew uh, C-19s uh, for about three years. Mm-hmm. And then my wife talked me into getting out and going to uh, dental school. Mm-hmm. So I had a choice of doing some things that I wanted to do. Okay. And, and flying was my major love. Now, go, what was harder to learn, the flying aspect or going through dental school? Uh, flying was the hardest thing. Okay. You had to do a lot of things you didn't want to do, but they insisted. Yeah. 
So if I could find a dentist that flew, I could be really confident that he can learn things really well. Yeah, I could fly out the door when they got after me. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Now, if someone wanted to learn about flight, could they come talk to you and say, or about dentistry? If, if there's a young person out there that said, I'd really love to know what it's like to be a dentist, would well, that be something? Well, I'm from this area, uh-huh. Winston-Salem, and so uh, at the time that... Uh, I decided to go to the dental school. There were only 16 active dentists in this city. Wow. And so they had six to nine months appointments. And my wife's sister, sister-in-law, and uh, Marie, my wife, said, why don't you be a dentist? I said, I can't stand to go to the dentist. Why should I be one? So... They, they taught me into trying, yeah. and I did, and everything just uh, worked for me. And getting into school, going through the school, having a place in Clements to come and uh, practice. And so all those things worked together, and I felt like that uh, God was with me. Yeah, absolutely. He was my co-pilot. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I can't imagine waiting six to nine months with, with tooth pain. That would just be, a, that'd be horrible to sit and wait. So having more dentists come around had to be just a great thing for this, this area. Yes. Yeah. Now, how long were you dentist here in the area? Uh, 50 years. Wow. wow. I, pra- I practiced in Columbus 50 years. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm um, going to switch a little bit and talk to Brent. Brent, welcome. Thank Glad you. to have you. I actually met you once before. I think we did, yes. Yeah, we did. You, you were over at the, the show one time, but we didn't get a chance to talk to you. Okay. And so, um, but glad to have you. What's, uh, I'm going to start backwards with you, ask you a little bit about mm-hmm. your uh, passions. What's some things that you've been passionate about over the years? Helping people to uh, learn something that's, that's, that, that they're wanting to move to themselves and they don't quite know how to get there. Okay. Now, what's some things that, that you've helped people with? Um, well, I was 36 years in real estate. Okay. And um, I have really, really loved it, helping people with a home that they needed to sell and, and help, them, help them get out of it and uh, um, made a passion of it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's probably a couple different great passions of when you buy your first home and when you sell your home. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot in between. Yeah, I've been <laughs> on both ends of that. I, I have the opportunity during the week to build homes for people. That's what I get to do. And, mm-hmm. and so to see somebody get into a home that never thought they could be in it, is a great thing. So if someone wanted advice on some things they would need to do to get ready to buy a home, would that be something they could ask you about? Yeah, but probably be better for me to, 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 I could help them to get rid of, to get rid of a home, get ready oh, to sell one. okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's very hard sometimes, too. Yes, it is. And yes, all, it is. all the little things that you need to do. Absolutely. Because the way you love a home might not be the same way that someone else loves them. That's right. Yeah. So has there been somebody that you can think of in your life that's made a huge impact on you? Absolutely. Would you share that with us? A gentleman named Roy Searcy. Okay. He played on the uh, Carolina basketball team that went up against Will Chamberlain that wow. year. Yeah. And uh, everything I have or ever will have now I owe to him. So, he, he really m- made an impact on my life. So how did he walk along with you in life? He was. I worked for him for a while. Yeah. And any time I needed him, he I knew he could, I could call him day or night. And he... Uh, he would stop what he was doing to help me. Yeah. And uh, 
so now then I've got to the point that I'm, I can stop to help someone else, and, and, I, and I love doing that. I absolutely love tell, love helping someone else. Yeah, that's a great feeling when, absolutely. when you know that you've helped somebody that's been stuck, and, and especially as you felt it on the other side, yeah. to be able to give that back. And that's what we're really talking about in being a sage, is someone that just wants to give back to others to invest in them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really something that you do for your own benefit, although there's great things you get from it. But what an what an incredible opportunity just to pour some of your life lessons into somebody else. I love doing that. Um, I, I really do. Um, it's nothing. Every time you do something for somebody else, who earns the most from it is you yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's an old saying: it's hard to outgive God. Yeah. And so the more that you try to give, the yeah. more that He tends to return to you in, in one way or another. Not maybe what you would expect, but in one way or another. Yeah. It's it's no way except under God's green earth that Roy Sears and I happen to come together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we came together on unbelievable terms. <laughs> absolutely. Well, well, thank you. I'm gonna. We got a few minutes left here. I want to switch over to Harold. Harold, welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Now, how long have you been here at Heritage Woods? Um, three and a half years. Okay. Now, what's your favorite part about being here? I guess. Um, the food, okay, and uh, just the atmosphere. I can relate to that. I'm all about the food. Sometimes I like food. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong when the food's good. No. Yeah. So, um, if I ask you the question, has there been somebody looking back over your life that's made a huge impact on you? Maybe a couple people. Would someone come to mind? I guess a guy from Western Salem, uh, Percy Warren. Uh, he was a platoon sergeant of mine. Okay. And he was a very good friend and guided me for a long time. Okay, so he probably had some stern words to say to you if he was a platoon sergeant, but he probably also gave you some great advice. Yes. Yeah. Now, what's some of the things that you've been passionate about over the years that you've liked to do as hobbies or as a profession? What's some things that really made you come alive? Well, I joined the Army on my 17th birthday. Mm-hmm. Stayed there for Twenty-six years, retired, went back to work for him as a civilian, worked nineteen more. Okay. So I guess you could say I like the army. I guess. So what'd you do as a civilian for him? Well, <laughs> or if you can tell me, if, if you have to kill me later, don't tell me, please. But yeah. Uh, no, I was in. Spe- I was a paratrooper. Okay. And I was in special operations for a long time. And um, I, I just enjoyed it. I don't know. So did you enjoy jumping out of planes? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, is that where they came in along and kind of helped you out sometimes? I suppose it would. Yeah. I My 50th birthday, my wife um, finally uh, told me I could go skydiving. And so I went and did it one time. And uh, I enjoyed it, but I don't know that I'd go do it again. Oh. Yeah, I can... I, can say that I've done it. It's one of those things I can check off and see the world from a different perspective. But uh, there's a lot that goes through your mind when you're kind of floating down. But uh, no, we're glad to have you here today. Um, if someone wanted to talk to you about what it looked like to be in the army or the benefits of being in the army, would that be something they could do? Because sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure the army's made a big impact on you with the the time you served and then the time that you spent outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service. We appreciate that. Thank you. But Brent, you were in the service, weren't you? I was. Yeah. I was. He was in the 82nd Airborne. I was in the 101st. So we were. <laughs> so did you, was there animosity? No, no not really. Okay. Not really. Just, you know, 
we pick at each other a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, guys tend to do that. Guys oh, yeah. like to yeah. like, give each other a hard time. And if you've listened to our show at all, we usually give Robbie a hard time, but I'm trying to avoid doing that because he's sitting here, but he doesn't have a microphone. You'd think it would be the best time to do it, but it's actually a time that I'm going to hold off and show some restraint, believe it or not. Um, guys, I want to ask you one other question. If you wanted to tell somebody out there what's the biggest thing that they can do Let's say they're in their, their 20s or their 30s, and looking back, what's the biggest thing they can do between now and when they come to a facility like this that you would recommend to them? Find a passion and stick with it. Find a passion. Find a passion and stick with it. I always lo- absolutely loved what I did. Yeah, life's too short not to have a passion. Absolutely. Yeah, I tell, tell guys all the time, you're going to spend a third of your life at work. Why do it with something you don't like? That's right. Yeah. Now, Harold, what would you tell them? What's some advice you give them? Well, I guess uh, try to come here with your, if your wife, if you have a wife that she's still living, and get finally ad- adopted to the place together. Well, thank you. Enjoy the journey with your wife. Well, thank you for listening. We've been so glad to be here. There's so much more we would like to talk about, but join us next week on Masculine Journey. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org for past podcasts or to learn of future events. Thanks. Thanks.